Welcome to episode 28 of the Becoming Mind Strong podcast. And fun fact while you're listening today, we're changing the way that we do sound bites for these podcasts to video bites. So this is actually the first podcast I've ever recorded for this series where I'm watching myself as I record the podcast and it feels super weird. <laughs> so something to think about as you're listening today. And today we're talking about if there is one piece of advice that I can give you on how to make health and fitness a sustainable lifestyle, it is this. And I will warn you ahead of time that it is probably going to be quite literally the least expected advice that you will ever find from a coach. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming Mind Strong, the official podcast of Mind Strong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of Mind Strong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more raps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. So if you've hung out with me before, or if you've listened to this podcast before, or if you've read my book, Becoming Mind Strong, you know that I am not a fan of the major life overhaul. Any time in your life, whether you're talking about health and fitness, whether you're talking about business, whether you're talking about your relationship, if you are trying to go from zero to 100, it is never going to be sustainable. And that is not because you lack willpower. It's not because you lack dedication. It's because that's how human beings are designed. Freud discovered something called the pleasure principle, which very simply means that as human beings, we are designed to avoid pain and seek pleasure. But first and foremost, we are designed to avoid pain. And anytime we try to drastically step outside our comfort zone, whether it's going from eating fast food five days a week to eating quote unquote clean every day, whether it's going from zero workouts a week to six workouts a week, whether it's finances, and we're talking about being on a zero budget to, to tightly managing our money, our brain does not like restriction. Our brain does not like being told you can only do this, you can't do that. That restriction equals pain, and we are not designed to stay in a state of pain. So what we're going to talk about today is one of my favorite exercises for how to get started, for how to truly make this a sustainable lifestyle. And as you heard me say in the intro, it is probably one of the, if not the most, unusual pieces of advice you will ever hear from a coach. And I'm telling you from the bottom of my soul, if there is one piece of advice I can give you for how to make it stick, it is this. Stop trying so hard. And I'm not saying to be a lazy ass. I'm not saying to sit on your couch and binge watch Netflix and eat bonbons all day. But we have to stop forcing this. We have to stop trying so hard and saying, here we go, day one of the rest of my life, I'm going zero to 100, I'm eating clean, I'm doing workouts six days a week. That's not how this works. There is a very organic process to this. And when done correctly, here's the key. When done correctly, we learn to flow with human nature. Right now, most of us have spent our entire lives trying to push a boulder up a hill, trying to shoot our way into this, trying to, I have to do this, I should do this, I need to do this. And we've seen it doesn't last. No one wants to be told what they should do, what they have to do, what they need to do. And it's not necessary. Instead, when we step back and we take this more organic approach, when we start with what's comfortable, when we take that first baby step, which is what we're going to learn to do today, 
Well, now we flow with human nature. Now we start to let the process unfold organically. So it's a snowball rolling down a hill instead of that boulder that we're trying to force up a hill. So we're going to start, I'm going to teach you one of my favorite activities that I've done with clients that I do in my Facebook group, and I use it myself. And I'm going to warn you in advance that it feels super hokey. It feels very rainbows and glitter and unicorn, but it also works. And again, as I do this, part of in the back of your brain, that little voice is going to be like, what the hell kind of coach is this? Who's telling me this advice? And I'm asking you to trust me. This is an organic process that flows with human nature when you do it correctly, instead of what we've been doing our entire lives, which honestly, if it worked, we wouldn't be here listening to this. So try to put aside those judgmental thoughts the best that you can for now. Stick with me through this and let's just trust the process. So the first step in this exercise is this, and this is very personal. This is about you. Your answer is going to be different than my answer is going to be different than your best friend's answer. If you're driving and listening to this right now, please don't close your eyes. <laughs> Skip that part of the, of the process. But if you're somewhere where you can just be centered, we're going to feel into this. Okay. And again, I know as a fitness coach, the stereotype is that I should be screaming in your face about burpees, not telling you to sit still and take a deep, calming breath. But it's important for this process to unfold naturally that this is not a logical exercise. This is something we need to feel into. So if you can close your eyes, close your eyes. We're going to take a deep breath and we're going to ask a simple question. What is the bare minimum that I can commit to? Now, a couple things you're going to notice. One, the second you come up with your answer, your brain is going to tell you it's not enough. So let me give you an example. I take a, I close my eyes. I take a breath. What is the bare minimum I can commit to? I could do 20 minutes of yoga three days a week. Automatically, that voice in my head is saying, yeah, but 20 minutes, three days a week of yoga, that's not enough. What if I also went running? What if I went to the gym? What if I'm supposed to do this? One? No. Stop. Pause. And breathe. This is where it becomes the most unusual advice that you will hear from a fitness coach. We want the bare minimum possible. So let's try it again. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, and ask yourself, what is the bare minimum that I can commit to? Whatever your answer is, stop there. There's no, I can probably push this one step further. If it's 20 minutes of yoga, three days a week, awesome. If it's a seven minute walk around the neighborhood twice a week, awesome. If it's four days a week of lifting weights in the gym, awesome. This is personal. This is about you. And this is a feeling. This is not something we are logicking. Logicking, that's not a word, but we're going to use it our way through. We are feeling into what feels right for us. Now, here's the key. For the next week, I don't care about next week. I don't care about the week after that or the week after that. For this week coming up, that is your commitment. That's it. But the key is every time you do it, you throw yourself a freaking party. There is no should in our vocabulary. So you do your first 20-minute session of yoga. Internally, externally, however you want to do it, you freaking celebrate that. You know what? I set my goal 20 minutes of yoga and I freaking crushed it. I'm a rock star. There's no, yeah, but it was only 20 minutes of yoga. Yeah, but I should also do this. Yeah, but my nutrition. No. Our goal was three days a week, 20 minutes. You crushed it. You're a rock star. Throw yourself a party. Do it again, whatever day is going to come next. Because here's what's going to happen. And this is the point of this exercise. 
We said in the beginning of this episode that our bodies are pleasure-seeking creatures. We are designed to feel good. So think about this in terms of your relationships. If you have a friend who every time you do something pumps you up and throws you a party and tells you what a badass you are, but then you have this other quote-unquote friend who every time you do something and you tell them about it, they tell you why it's not quite good enough, which friend are you going to keep going back to? Which friend are you going to keep trying to do better for? This is the the principle behind us being pleasure-seeking. We want that reward. We want those feel-good chemicals that go with it. So when you take that baby step, when you not only do the bare minimum, but you also throw yourself a party to celebrate it, well, now all those feel-good chemicals are going off in our brains and they're going, wow, you freaking rock star, you're awesome. And so the next time that, that it's time to do whatever you set out to do, and that part of your brain goes, you know what? I don't really feel like doing yoga today. Well, now that little voice in your head was like, wait a second. Remember how freaking awesome I felt when I did it? Remember that party we threw for ourselves? Remember all those feel-good chemicals going off in my brain when I did it? And that becomes the momentum to do it again. But that's not the end of this positive rabbit hole. Usually I use rabbit hole in a negative way. This is a a great rabbit hole. Because what's going to happen is, let's say you do your three days of yoga 20 minutes a day. Well, now the next week comes along and we do the same thing. We sit. We take a breath. What's the bare minimum I can do this week? You know what? I think I could add a fourth day. That feels that. In fact, I'm excited about that. Like I loved my three days. I could easily add a fourth day. And I bet this week, instead of that soda with lunch, I'm going to swap it out for water. I'm not giving up soda totally, but I'm going to just swap out my lunch soda for water this week and see how it feels. And that's it. There's no should. There's no, that's not enough. That's it for this week. And every freaking time you do it, you throw yourself a party. And do you see the process here? Six months from now, you look back and you have completely changed your life. That's how we do a quote unquote life overhaul, because look at the difference. If day one, I said, okay, no soda, yoga four days a week, weight training, eating clean, blah, 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 blah. We are pushing that boulder up a hill. We are living off restriction. We are going against human nature. But when we pause and we breathe and we feel into the bare minimum that feels doable for us. And then we throw ourselves a freaking party every time we do it. Well, now our body wants more of that. Now our body says, holy crap, that felt good. What else can I do? What else can I do? What else can I do? And that's when we look back six months from now and say, holy cow, I don't even recognize myself. I'm working out five days a week. I'm eating clean 80% of the time. And best of all, none of this is a should. Let me say that again, because that is a massive statement. None of this is a should. There is a huge difference between living a lifestyle that makes you feel good and attempting, and I'm purposely saying attempting because it is never going to last, attempting to live a life that you think you quote unquote should. The key to doing this sustainably is to remove the should. The key to doing this sustainably is by meeting yourself at the bare minimum throwing yourself a party and repeating it over and over and over again. This, if you want to talk about a a life overhaul, this is how we do it in a way that actually sticks. Now, we live in a world of instant gratification, right? Absolutely. We want results now. When I sit down with someone to talk about macro coaching, the first words out of my mouth are, I want to be crystal clear with you. This is not a crash course diet. If your goal right now is to go lose 50 pounds in a month, I am not the person you should be talking to because I'm here to teach people to take control of their nutrition in a way where they never diet again. 
And that takes time and that takes a learning curve and that takes learning a new skill. So if, if that's not what you're looking for, I love you. Best of luck. Do you, boo-boo? I'm not the person for you. And we can say the same thing here. Many of us will listen to this and we'll be like, yeah, but that sounds really time consuming, right? Like I, I let myself get in this hole. I'm overweight. I don't have energy. I'm not happy right now. I need to do a major life overhaul day one and just change everything. And I love you. And I say this with all the love in the world. How has that worked out for you so far? Because the reality is we can want it as bad as we want it, but if it goes against human nature, it's not lasting. And the best part is you don't need to do it. Yes, if we think right now is point A and losing X number of pounds is point B, that's going to feel overwhelming. That's going to feel like I need to get point B in this moment. But that's not what this is about. It's not I feel zero results right now and I feel 100% of the results when I get to point B. It's so cheesy to say, enjoy the journey, enjoy the process, but the process is where we feel it. Life is all about how you feel. Life is all about your energy. And when you start taking these baby steps, when you meet yourself where you are and you start doing the bare minimum, those feelings happen immediately. That first day you do yoga, as long as you don't skip the step of throwing yourself a party, you're going to feel incredible. And then when you do it again and you throw yourself another party, you're going to feel incredible. Does it matter you haven't lost the 50 pounds yet? Hell no. The goal is still there. We're still going to do it. But it, it's not all or nothing. And so many of us get in this mindset of, well, until I reach my end goal, I'm not happy. So I need to do it all right now. And that's very simply not how it works. And we know that. When we get honest with ourselves, we know that because we've lived it. So the mindset shift is this. It is not all or nothing. That is something you've heard me say a million times, but it is such a bigger statement. It is not all or nothing in terms of the number you want to see on a scale. It is not all or nothing in terms of jumping in with every single thing you want to change all at once. It is never, ever, ever going to be sustainable. So here's, I'm not even going to call it a challenge. Here's what I'm going to encourage you to do today. If you can't close your eyes right now, save this and do it when you're at home. Because again, it's really something we want to feel and you will feel it. Even if you're not any kind of woo-woo, this is a very organic process to our bodies where when you try to push, when you try to do too much, you're going to feel restriction. Like right now, if I breathe into it and I said, what can I do? What's my bare minimum? If my brain starts saying, well, I can lift weights six days a week and I can go to boxing in between, I can do cardio. I feel the restriction. I hate cardio. I'm never going to do cardio. (laughs) I can feel my body tense up at that. And that's my sign that I'm trying to push it. So here's what I'm going to encourage you to do, do today. And it takes a release of judgment. Find a quiet space. This will take you all of 45 seconds. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. What's the minimum I can do? Repeat it a few times. And when you feel your brain spiraling out, stop it. Nope. Rachel's orders, coach's orders. I'm only allowed to do the bare minimum. What's the bare minimum? I mean, how beautiful is this? We're being rewarded in life for doing the bare minimum. (laughs) How many times have you wanted a coach to say that? That's step one. You can write it down. You can put it on a post-it in your mirror. Whatever we're doing though, we are making sure that this does not become a should. This is not a have to. This is a choice. I'm committing to the bare minimum. Then the most important part and the part that's probably the hardest when it comes to training our minds is we throw ourselves a freaking party. There's no, I should, there's no, it's not that big a deal. There's no, I should also be doing X, Y, Z. No, 
This was my goal and I did it. And I'm a freaking rock star. You can check it off on a calendar. You can put little stars. You can throw yourself an internal party, but you have to celebrate it. And that is not rainbows and glitter. That's neuroscience. Because what we're doing when we're doing that is we're shooting off feel-good chemicals in our brain to reinforce the new habit. Now, if that feels good for you for the next two weeks, then stay there. The point of this exercise is not, okay, well, I'm going to do this for this week. And then next week, I'm going to add more. No, no. We are going with human nature here. So next week, if you're ready for more, your body will tell you. You're going to automatically feel like, you know what? I'm ready for that fourth day of yoga. I'm ready to add a day of weightlifting in there. And if you were like, you know what? There's there's three days of yoga where it's harder to get in than I thought, then stay there. There is no should to this. When we let this happen organically, when we let this unfold with human nature, This is when we change our lives. This is when we look back six months from now and say, this is the life I've been trying to build for the past 20 years. But the difference is you flowed with human nature. You let it build upon itself. You let that snowball go down the hill and gather momentum rather than pushing that boulder up like we've been brainwashed to believe is the way health and fitness works. So weirdest advice you will ever receive from a coach, but I'm telling you it will change your life. Do the bare minimum. Start small, feel into it, be consistent, throw yourself a party, and you will watch your life unleash. I am so pumped that my new book, Becoming Mind Strong, The Truth About Health, Fitness, and the Bullshit That's Holding You Back, was recently featured as Entrepreneur.com's number one must read of 2021. If you haven't grabbed your copy yet, go check it out on Amazon, Becoming Mindstrong, the truth about health, fitness, and the bullshit that's holding you back.